The Lord be with you.
song together
neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away, so too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. little apocalypse of 
celebrate the memory of Jesus as a baby in a manger. So what is this all about? Why do we have apocalyptic imagery on this very first day of Advent? Maybe it helps to think about where the material in Matthew might have come from. The Gospel of Matthew was likely written around the years 80 to 90. Jerusalem had been flattened. Jews were scattered. And the temple had been desecrated with statues of Roman rulers. The community of the Gospel of Matthew was most likely exiled to Syria. And although they were probably still practicing as a sect within the larger Jewish community, friction was surfacing between the Christ followers and Jewish leadership because they were under pressure of their own. They were trying to establish a new way of being Jewish in the absence of the temple. The community of this gospel were refugees who had lost their home, their faith community, and their way of life. In a time of tremendous dislocation and violence, this community was imaginatively insisting that God's justice would prevail. Though they might not be able to see any cracks in the invincibility of Rome, still they insisted that God could bring justice at any time. Just as I picked up on the Cold War imagery of the 1970s and 80s to grapple with the fear of living in my place and time, these followers of Jesus picked up on the imagery of their time. Jewish apocalyptic thought that symbolically imagined a world in which a just God will see to it that the world is turned right, that justice wins out, that truth and mercy prevail. Far from indicating an arbitrary God who randomly casts people into darkness, Matthew's little apocalypse shows this community's trust in God to bring about a more just, more merciful, more secure, and more peaceful world than the one in which they lived. There's a lot in today's texts and in our tradition that designates today the beginning of our new church year. It's a tall order to make sense of it all, but a few things are clear. This I do know. Jesus has come. The light of Christ is present in this world now. But I also know that this world has not lived up to God's vision for creation. We have not lived up to God's vision for creation. Each of us could create our own list of the things that the places, the ways that we fall short of the kind of world that God would have us build. There are more refugees displaced around the globe today than there have been at any time since the end of World War II. There are over 70 million people living away from their homes. Young people who were brought to this country as children, more than 650,000 of them in our country, are threatened with deportation to countries that they don't know. Deaths of despair are on the rise, the result of loneliness, addiction, suicide. We see wave after wave of gun violence in our country. It seems like every week brings another mass shooting, often in the school. Our planet is in crisis, and the cultural divide in our country continues to prevent any meaningful progress. I don't know about you, but I say we could use a little bit of Matthew's apocalyptic imagination. We need Matthew's faith that God will bring justice and mercy and humility to our world. We need Isaiah's vision of a mountain of God's house being raised above all others, of all nations streaming to God's mountain, rejoicing in God's teaching, reveling in God's judgment. We need the weapons of violence and death to be transformed into instruments of well-being. 
We're given the chance each year to take a fresh look at God's dream for this world. That's Advent. In Advent, we are invited to stop and see the world with fresh eyes, with the eyes of our imagination, with the eyes of God's imagination. Can we transform our sense of apocalypse from one of darkness, as was my childhood vision, to one of light? Can we hold fast to God's promise that God will have the last word in the end, in a way that we can know? As we prepare, prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ into the world through our prayers and our outreach this Advent, we can show the world God's justice. In our own small corner, we can show mercy and point toward peace. We can shine the light of Christ into the world so that others will know that God is with us. Can we imagine that? Friends, Christ is with us. The light of God has come into the world and stands with us. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Amen.
holiday card making, which is down there. There's all sorts of ways that we can begin the Arch Holiday generosity and prepare. Today we have um, a new year kind of thing happening at our recreation of Wild Street. Um, we're all very excited about commissioning foundations. Oh, there's an announcement there. Here to make an announcement about an event that may wind up being canceled. <laughs> um, this afternoon at 5 o'clock, our youth choir will be singing choral even song, unless it's snowed out. Um, we're watching the weather carefully. We will make our decision by 2:30. If you have any doubt of your safety, please don't come. If you want to know for sure whether it's canceled, call the church number. There will be a message on the machine about whether it's canceled or not. Um, if, it, if the snow holds out and we're going to watch the weather predictions, we will have it. So it's not canceled yet, but we will make the decision by 2.30. There are lots of things I love about this church, including all of you. And one of them was that you me. I haven't got my pledge card. I have got my pledge card. It's my fault. I have a couple However, you got your pledge cards and you have begun to respond in the most wonderful way. We've received over 127 pledges so far to the tune of $540,000. Now, don't get all excited. <laughs> because the whole premise of this drive was that we want to increase our ability to minister in this place and in the world beyond. We have work to do. So if you haven't pledged yet, do so. If you pledge and you're so moved by the enthusiasm and the fire to increase these, these ministries, it's perfectly all right to raise your pledge. <laughs> I encourage you to really think about that. This is a, a, a wonderful watershed moment in the life of this place. We are the church. Let's live up to that. Okay. So if you look inside the bulletins, you should have a little insert that's entitled New Year Commissioning of Liturgical Ministries. So we're going to renew and commission the folks who have ministries that have to do with this worship on Sunday morning. You'll know, of course, that there are things that are not included because we celebrate those at different times during the year. So this is specifically designed for our new liturgical years, which are the liturgical ministries. They're listed at the top. Now this worked at 8 o'clock, so if it worked at 8 o'clock, it surely will work here. But I, if you are the representative today of one of the ministries listed at the top, I just need one, either the, the head or a representative, to come forward. Acolytes, Urgers, Altar Guild, Welcome Team, Healing Prayer, Handcrafts, Lemon Labs, Choirs, Outreach chairs, coffee hour teams, lectors, and ushers. All right.
And we're going to do this one group at a time. And you can stand in place. And in each one of the little, of, of the little prayers, the congregation will address the ministers, and then they will respond as a group. So acolytes and vergers, please stand wherever you are. Anybody who serves as an acolyte or a verger. And the congregation says all together to them, not the negative. The Lord has chosen you to stand in his presence, to minister to him, and to be his minister.
very pleased to let you know that Deborah Taylor and David Taki are our new chairs of outreach. Deborah and David, who have been called for this season to lead Trinity's outreach in the world, encouraging all of us to be more faithful in our lives, more generous in our hearts, and more creative in the ways we serve those in need outside our doors. God will not overlook your work and the love which you show for his sake. Do you accept the work you have been given to do in Christ's name? God will not overlook our work and the love which we show for his sake. Everybody can be seated and we'll say a final.
with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, because you sent your beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death and to make us heirs in him of everlasting life. That when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may be without shame or fear, rejoicing to be bold and fearless. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and dark angels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
this congregation, I send you four very these holy gifts that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread and one cup. One final announcement that was forgotten today is the beginning of the pageant preparation. So everyone involved in the Christmas pageant is expected in the May the sun of righteousness shine upon you and scatter the darkness from before your path. The blessing of God Almighty, our Creator, our Redeemer, and our Sanctifier, be with you and those you love this day and always. Amen.
the more than hopeful expectation in Christ. 